On today's episode, we talk about Rachel as if she's not in the room. And the Enneagram, is it witchcraft? I don't know. And your favorite blonde evangelical Christian YouTubers. That's right. You can find all that more on today's episode of Adventures in Podcasting. Intro music. So I'm in college now, but before that, I was homeschooled. So I guess we do. We have some homeschoolers here tonight, huh? Homeschoolers? You got the right one, baby! You've got to be kidding. I'm a man in Spanish, so I look like I'm kidding. Welcome back to Me Screaming. Well, that was a great introduction. It really was. Top 10, I would say, of our introductions. All right, um, so, Lily, how are you? I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't um, prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Is anyone ever really? No. Truly. Just don't ask that. Okay. All right. We won't then. Um, yeah. How about this? How's your walk? My walk? Yeah. It's pretty It's pretty chill. It's hot <laughs> out outside. It's very so hot. It's, it's uh, also hot inside. It's a sweaty walk. It's inside hot yeah, too. Inside, inside hot. hot. My heart is hot. <laughs> <laughs> My house doesn't have air conditioning. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> And it's very sweaty, and it's like 90 degrees out, and I hate it, and I'm ready for summer to be over before it's even begun. So, hooray. Um, so your walk is sweaty as well, is My walk is sweaty. Saying? Actually, yeah. my walk is... <laughs> Listen, here's how my walk is. So I went on a run the other day, um, and it was like, I don't know, it's about three miles, I think. So I did the run, and I had also, before this, I had walked to CVS to go get something. <laughs> um, our studio audience is, uh, sorry, they're making me giggle a little <laughs> right now. I will try to keep it together. Um, so I went on a run, like, right after I had just gone on a walk, which the walk wasn't that far. It's, like, just down the street. Um, but I went on, like, a three-mile run, and I got back to the house. And I have this little, like, pouch on the back of my phone. It's, like, a little plastic thing. And it keeps my, like, card and my, like, mm-hmm. license in it. Um, and I had stuck my house key in there so that I wouldn't have to, like, carry my keys on a ring. And then I put that in my garments. And then when I got to the house... <laughs> Um, I pulled my phone out and the key was gone from the little pouch. Oh so I was freaking out and I was like, oh my gosh, I lost the house key. So I retraced my whole route, like went, um, like retracted it like the whole way, um, back to my house. Um, and I was like, well, I guess it's just gone. So I had to like break into the house. And, um, then when I was taking my clothes off to take a shower, the key fell out. Oh, my word. Yeah, so it had gotten stuck in my running garments. Yeah. And I felt so stupid. And my legs and my feet hurt Aww. so much. They were, like, it was, like, a weird, like, I'd never been sore like Burning that before. It was, like, type? sore, like, around my, my ankles. Mm-hmm. Like, my ankles were sore. It was yeah. the weirdest thing. So that's a stupid story of the week for you. Um, but, yeah, anyway. Um, so uh, we have someone... A very special guest for you guys today, tonight, whenever you're listening. Probably not today because there's no way we get it edited that fast. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but uh, she is a college student, artist extraordinaire, coffee connoisseur, you could say. And now ice cream. And now a merchant of frozen ice and Shop. creams. Yes, indeed. Uh, please welcome to the show, Rachel Jordan! Hey. Rachel, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you guys. I said, of course, it's a pleasure. Yeah. 
I'm glad you uh, were standing right outside the door waiting for your cue so patiently Absolutely. while we ate dinner and discussed in, you and holding back laughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Rachel, we are having you on today for multiple reasons. Um, so <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> but uh, Rachel is actually a fellow homeschooler who, if I, okay, so whenever I'm in public and in public what it, whenever i'm like yeah in this in this economy i don't think so um whenever i'm talking to someone like about like a friend like rachel or lily perhaps um i always say oh we graduated high school together um That's a lie. <laughs> we didn't graduate the same year but you know like I say something along those lines which is not true but it kind of it is because we were all in the school of in life. In the school. Together. <laughs> in the, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, so um, I thought it'd be fun to have another person's perspective on it. Rachel is a noted critic of the show, just a big hater, just sending me hate mail every, every time. Every episode. <laughs> like, you said that? No. So um, we thought, what better thing to do than um, follow Shane Dawson's lead and invite our biggest hater onto our show? Um, wow. No. You can't critique this episode. No, honestly, I'm a fan more than a critic, I would say. Well, First thank you, Rachel. Foremost, I'm a critic, critic secondly. But, yes, you know. thank you. We are a fan of you. Honestly, we are. Wow. We your love your Instagram. Yeah, we love your Instagram. Huge. Especially the coffee And your Visco wow, as well. I was not expecting that. Thank yeah, you. of course. Um, <laughs> so uh, what do you, like, tell us where you are in life these days. I mean, of course, we all are kind of in the same boat yes. here. In this house, actually, we're just sitting in a boat right now. I'm not sure why, what our couch mm-hmm. went, but nope. um, I think someone broke in and stole everything and locked Lydia, actually, in the TV cabinet, <laughs> oh. and she couldn't get out. So now we just have this boat. Um, it's really stressing I, out my yeah. pet chick and my pet duck. I noticed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow, how do I follow that? Um, <clears throat> well, friends. I'm not in a boat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. Okay, Rachel, tell us about your boat. Where I am, yes, my boat. I am currently, um... A rising senior at Hanover College, so Ooh, I'm homeschooler. That's the beauty of veteran. Hanover. Yeah, now I go to a private liberal arts college. Wow, um, you've really fallen off the wagon. Undoing all that brainwashing. Yeah, and some other. <laughs> no, I bet um, you wear crop tops. <laughs> I think my mom is gonna okay, listen to okay. this. So. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry, Mrs. Jordan. <laughs> mom, I don't. Work. Okay. <laughs> um, but currently. I am living in Brookston, which is the town that Marie and I grew up in. And that's the beauty of Brookston? With my parents. Okay. Um, (laughs) It's not our slogan, but no. Um, And yeah, I'm just having a chill summer at home after the coronavirus wrecked my life. Coronavirus! Yeah. (laughs) What else is new? You were in Ireland. I was in Northern Ireland for, yeah, it was supposed to be a full semester. I would still actually be there, but... I had a good two months there, and I had um, to come back in March. So. Very sad. But I'm very thankful I was able to spend that time there. It was awesome. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm majoring in art and design at my school, which at Hanover, the art department is so tiny, it can basically mean whatever you want it to mean. Oh, so cool. I'm trying to focus on graphic design and marketing. Yes. Um, I'm also in the business scholars program, so Ooh. I'm just, yeah, just figuring it out. Wow. Very cool. Yep. That's interesting. So um, I'm just curious as a 
as a homeschooler, what was it that inspired your move to a private liberal <clears throat> liberal arts school? Double liberal, because it's liberal arts and very liberal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, I think as I, I've always been a really independent person, mm-hmm. and so when I started to think about college, like I knew I needed to actually attend college because I'm not self-motivated enough to like just dive off into like a career or like starting my own business or whatever else yeah. people are doing these days but <laughs> right trade school yeah no. tiktok um <laughs> yeah, yeah. TikTok, TikTok wasn't on the market <laughs> i don't was it even around i feel like it wasn't even around when you um, graduated it could have been so Maybe. i was looking into i guess just like i had this general interest in liberal arts i had no idea what i wanted to do mm-hmm. and i mean i still don't really i just have more of a <laughs> narrowed down field yeah. but I just I knew I wanted to study liberal arts um in general and then I really liked the idea of like a small campus and one that was far mm. away from my home just so I could yeah like branch out and like experience life some... without yeah everyone that I've grown up around and I don't know I just wanted to like have a new start and yeah that makes yeah, sense just kind of grow into myself a little bit more so I visited Hanover kind of like, I really was not very motivated to like look into colleges, but my mom was like, she was like, oh yeah, we should just drive down and visit them. Um, So we went and like the people there are super nice. So yeah, it just kind of all fell into place very randomly, but (laughs) yeah, that's really cool. And you, it's, it's pretty cool. I've been there myself. It's very nice. Yeah. It's like a thousand students. So like yeah, very tight knit community. Yeah. I, I really like it. So that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. All right. Lily. <laughs> oh yeah. We so rotate. we're going to ask you a couple questions about oh, your homeschooling experience. Don't mind questions? me uh, strapping this lie <laughs> detector on you. Mm-hmm. We're going to wow, verify I'm your answers yeah. because we had to do that with each other. Yeah, we okay. did. We, uh, it, this is an episode we didn't release because um, wow. honestly the content was just far too graphic for our audience. Yeah. They couldn't handle it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I go to a liberal arts college. You're probably going to have to bleep every other word I say. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a true. good point. <laughs> <laughs> we can't trust You're Hey, I can't believe you just said that. Whoa, calm down. <laughs> yeah. This is a Christian podcast. But I think edu- care if I want. No! To. Oh! Do I need to? Okay, it's not a we sin. should maybe go over our list of band words <laughs> with really her um, during the break yeah, that we're going to have. We have many. Yeah, so there's a lot. Like, you can't say say. You can't say day. You can't say kiss. Heaven you can't say. You definitely can't say care. Or, um, I think boo. I think our producer oh, told me oh that gosh, uh, yeah, yeah. there was that's yeah, yeah went off. I take no. offense of that. Yeah, we had a couple lawsuits over that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really uh, took our production budget down. Yeah, um, as you could tell from the quality of our last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> but we were wondering what some of your weirdest homeschooler memories are. <clears throat> huh. I don't know. Probably like just those random times where you would be out in public or like like at random events during the day and people would not expect you to be there so like I remember one time we did this like video we won this video contest Mm -hmm. that was put on by the children's museum in Indy oh cool Um, so like my biology class at co-op we like teamed together wrote a video filmed it and won first place oh gosh I remember that yeah I remember remember. I'll link it in the show notes that was really fun and like a really cool experience 
But then you, like, go to the Children's Museum, and it's, like, this group of high school kids, like, meandering around yeah. during the day. And, yeah, like, it's kind of like, what? Getting weird looks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know, just, like, homeschooling is very unconventional. So I guess, like, Well, not anymore, line, am I right? <laughs> am I right, fellas? <laughs> Coronavirus! You just find yourself in, like, random places during the day, and you're like, oh, I guess they're, like, giving me a funny look because... I should, you know. Yeah. I'm a high school age kid. Interesting. <laughs> you should. Yeah. See, yeah. my parents, like, we didn't go out until, like, we would go to the children's museum and, like, field trips and stuff, but we weren't allowed to just, like, be out in the public until yeah, after three. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense, because it's just, like, you know, you never it know who's going to be, yeah, yeah, who's, like, oh, you're, especially when you're, like, in high school. Sure. Um, I mean, I guess at any age it looks bad because, like, if you're younger, it's like, oh, what are their, you know, what are their parents yeah. doing? But if you're in high school, it's like, oh, they're just skipping school. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we definitely did go to, like, we would go to Indiana Beach, like, during the school year and the Children's just Museum. because we could. Yeah. <laughs> in, like, the mornings Flex on, on those school public day. Schools. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what kind of, like, um, especially when you were, I don't know, if you ever had, like, a weird, like, confrontation in public, but, like, what were some of the reactions that your family, like, received? I know a lot of times people are like, oh, like, when I told people at camp or whatever, they're like, oh, why do you, why, like, why do your parents do that? Why? Why? Yeah, why? why? Tell me why. Um, I don't know, like, in my experience, most people have, like, just wanted to know why, and they've just been curious to know more about it. I haven't, like, encountered a lot of criticism or like Mm -hmm. confrontation per se on it like I think especially as I got older like my extended family would have more questions about it and like just asking like out of an interest in like my social life and like yeah just wondering what that experience is like and I still like I get those questions all the time whenever people find out that I was homeschooled it's like they just want to know what it was like and yeah so that's, I don't know, that's kind of the main um, reaction I get when people, or my family has gotten, I think. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I ever got any, like, I know people usually would be like, that's weird, yeah. why do they do that? Like, And people have lots of questions, especially, like, my dad's a teacher. Oh, yeah. Um, he taught at the public school in Brixton for so long and people were like why are you homeschooling your kids when (laughs) When you're a teacher yeah yeah and it was just like we just want to give our kids a good foundation and you know that was yeah yeah. so people are very curious yes I I think definitely especially in the states people have become a lot more open (laughs) yeah public schooling yeah (laughs) especially with the coronavirus well, maybe oh, not. Sure. Maybe not especially. Now it's the hot topic. Yeah, I, maybe <laughs> people are discussing it more. I don't know if that means people are going to be doing it more. Because right. they might. For sure. I don't know. It's a, it's a task. It really is. Like, it takes a special kind of mom Definitely. and dad, like, team to be able to hmm. pull it off. Very Yeah, we had someone con- confront us at Aldi once. And it was after three, too. <laughs> I don't know That's why. That's weird. We, we didn't even dress <laughs> like have a family. I take offense at that. <laughs> yeah. Are you homeschooled? Like, randomly? And it's like... Did you have, like, long hair? Did y'all have long hair and jumpers? No. Okay. We had the long hair, but, like, we didn't really look homeschooled. Someone asked us that once that when weird. we were at, like, um, the Wisconsin Dells. Oh. Um, <laughs> we were... Wait. It's like a... 
resort place. Not like resort, really. It's not expensive or anything. We went there with like our team we used to do like uh, service trips with. Hmm. And um, we were there. I mean, we were there like during school, like a normal school year, like in the week. But it's not really that unusual for like people to go on vacation and have their kids off from school. But this lady Mm -hmm. and her daughter were there and they were homeschooled. But she was talking to my mom and they're like, she was really nice. But she was like, Mm -hmm. eventually she was like, asked my mom, like, are you guys homeschooled? Like, do you homeschool your kids? And she was like, yeah, how, uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And the lady said that she knew, like, because we had, like, modest swimsuits and long hair. Um, yeah. yeah. You have your girls wearing cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to ask. Yeah, they're wearing um, long you, sleeve shirts and board shorts. <laughs> Those are Bermuda shorts. And their hair's down to their feet. So I just thought, you know. oh, Ouch. We, yeah. So. We really are a predictable bunch sometimes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it comes out in the bathing suits a lot. So we got to ask you this, Rachel. What did a typical day in the homeschooler life, like, what did that look like for you? That is so hard to answer. (laughs) (laughs) I think any homeschooler can attest to, but Mm. they're just like, I don't know, especially as I got older in high school and started having classes and other things outside of the home, like, every day literally looked so different. Like, I mean... In high school, honestly, like, my junior and senior year, I moved from, like, home to, like, Cincinnati in the middle of senior year and spent my days doing, like, nannying, and I, there was, like, a rhythm that I got into, I guess it was, like, junior year mostly, where I would be babysitting for this big family at church, like, two days a week, Mm -hmm. and so I'd be, like, that would take up my whole day for, like, two days. And then the other days I would be, you know, scrambling to get my school done and, like, homework for other classes. Yeah. And usually, like, working at the camp that we have close by in the evenings and on the weekends. So, I mean, it really just depends on the day. But I remember it being just mostly flexible and no two days were ever the same. (laughs) Yeah. As a high schooler, though, um, I don't know. Hadassah, my sister told me lately that she, like, her perception of me all through high school was, like, that I didn't have a social life besides, like, <laughs> our friends at church and, like, you, Maria. Like, we'd, we'd hang out all the time. We hung out all the time. But she yeah. was like, you were just in your room, like, the whole time, like, watching movies on your laptop. And I was like, um, like, okay, that seems a little bit harsh. Like, I don't know if I was that... <laughs> Like, <laughs> that much of an introvert, like, yeah. but, I mean, yeah, it was definitely an unconventional high school experience, I can tell you that, so. <laughs> Greg. Greg. I don't know what that means. <coughs> I don't even know He's where he is. probably dying. Good. No, yeah. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, first folks. <laughs> you heard it here folks. <laughs> the lie detector said you weren't lying. <laughs> When he said it, you were glad Greg was oh, dying. absolutely so. not. Anyway. <laughs> that's, see, I I feel like we had pretty different, like, I think scrambling is a good word that I would use to describe <laughs> mine, but mine was also scrambling. very, like, my mom had a good schedule. Yeah, your mom was very For us to keep, too. Yeah. I still did scramble, but that's just because I'm not very, like, I'm not, 
I like school and I like learning stuff, but not like math and science. And so I was constantly scrambling to get those done. Mm. That's what, yeah. I feel that. But it, it, yours, your life of, I always like thought it was really cool how you like got to do stuff other than school all the time. Like I, I mean, I guess I did too, but. You didn't really as much. Well, I did like soccer and drama. Oh yeah. So I, it's, maybe it's more than I realized. And that on top of work. And choir at points, so. That's true. But it just, I was always like, oh, Rachel gets to do, like, whatever she wants, basically. (laughs) not. Oh, gosh. So, when you went to college, to your uh, liberal, liberal arts school, um, basically hell. Um, (laughs) We gotta bleep that. uh, (laughs) What, um. Okay. No, I was using it in the Christian way, okay? Okay. (laughs) Fine if you say it that way. Yeah, bless her heart. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Greg. Anyway, um, what were some things that were, what was, like, the culture shock like? Or was there a culture um, shock, even? Because I know that, like, you know, we worked yeah. and were around other people. Um, I think, for me, it was a big adjustment, like, just being in an environment where not everyone goes to church and, like, has that background, which, I mean, I was expecting that to some extent, but you just nothing can prepare you for that yeah. if you haven't if that's been your whole it. life until you're like 18 yeah. yeah and so going from that to like you know being a pretty antisocial homeschooler and then like um going to a college where like everyone's just cussing left and right <laughs> I was mortified I was shocked like the whole first week I felt like it was like a really painful first week or so and I would get like but I was glad I was doing it. It was, like, a good... Yeah. Like, I knew this is what the real world was like or whatever. And, right. Um, I don't know. After a while, I just... I think I had this view that it's, like, the world is mostly black and white. And, um, like, you're either a Christian or you're very much not so. And I think coming to see just, like, the nuance, like, different faith levels at Hanover that, like, my fellow students had um and even like fellow Christians that I met in like the Bible study groups on campus I think I just learned to be a little bit more open to like unless <laughs> in like oh, a sense of like not judging people based on certain characteristics or things they do or say um yeah so I think I think just like making my faith a little bit less, sorry. <laughs> a little bit less like polarized and seeing the world in a little bit more of like a gradient because there can be quite a few gray areas, and so that was like another big lesson that I learned um, in the transition from homeschooling to college. So, yeah. <laughs> have you kept any of your habits from home? school days you know like pajamas <laughs> to do school oh my gosh I don't know if that's like see I was kind of all over the place in high school I feel like like I didn't really know much of who I was or what I really enjoyed I just kind of like let life happen to me and I don't know like I still growing up in a big family I would always like need alone time to recharge and yeah. I think that's something that I'm never going to lose. So even, like, as you, like, I've found myself living in different 
environments and like even when social contact is limited I still need that time to like recharge and just be alone with myself and so yeah I don't know I I wear sweatpants all the time that's just never gonna change <laughs> I don't know if that's like a habit <laughs> but like I don't know I'm I think as a homeschooler I wasn't super structured with my time and I'm still not I'm working yeah. on it but I don't know it's like a kind of a personality thing so I think I'll retain it my whole life but <laughs> yeah that's basically it that's a uh... Yeah, I, there's some things, like, it's, it is interesting, like, it's cool in big families to see, like, homeschooling doesn't just make you mm. one certain kind of person. Definitely. I yeah. think, um, I think it definitely can help us develop habits mm-hmm. that, like, continue, and, like, I, I think I definitely developed a love of, like, reading, like, mm. thanks to being homeschooled, because yeah. we did a lot, like, so much reading, and my mom would read to us, and, like, oh, yeah. everything was, like, reading, reading all the time, um, but... It's cool to see, like, in my siblings, like, I have siblings who are more, like, I guess most of us are, like, on the introverted side, but there's definitely siblings who are, like, more outgoing and more social and more, like, my youngest sister, Katie's really, like, socially, like, kind of a go-getter, I would say, and... (laughs) Oh, gosh, um, I have to go. (laughs) (laughs) Gregory! Don't worry about me. (laughs) <laughs> so basically, Maria's cat is the devil. You suck, Greg. <laughs> he does. He sucks Just in every way. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Rachel, great transition there, right? Thank you. Um, what is your favorite piece of Christian media from homeschooler culture? Homeschooler culture. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I'm trying to think past like the generic like blimey cow you might be a homeschooler if series <laughs> yeah, right and, you know i don't really think there's like VeggieTales. much getting past that well veggie tales is enjoyed by like all christian culture i'd i'd say that's like a church well, they thing they always show us like nest entertainment and veggie tales <laughs> at church uh, yeah the think, basement tales. i think if you were homeschooled you may have not been allowed to watch veggie tales at some point okay rachel Whoa. that was just you that's not just really me. no seriously Wait, i want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> yeah can we unpack no, this there's a family at church who they also were not like i don't know my dad is just super like strict about what we watch and like it's gotten a lot more lax since these days but um I don't know we he would just not like how they presented certain like bible stories oh Oh, yeah you know like (laughs) kind of the silliness we know family at church who they they had to like memorize the book of Jonah after after saying that the Ninevites slapped each other with fish. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Their dad was like, that is it. I'm cracking down. Oh, my. <laughs> so, yeah. They're, that's funny. Don't, yeah. Oh. That's they're, so funny. There's different standards. Out there. Yeah. 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 Different standards. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Takes all kinds sure. to make a whirl. Yeah. All right. Um, you sure. can take that lie detector strap off now. Oh. Yeah, we're done with this. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. So, uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with our section on the Enneagram. Okay, we are back. So, the Enneagram is what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. and the Enneagram is, like, 
it's hard to explain on a podcast, um, so you should definitely look it up if you're listening at home. Um, it's like a circle, and it's like a shape. Yeah, there's a shape. <laughs> this is this is going really well. It's a personality tool. Yeah, it's a personality tool. Um, so, um, the way that it works is you have like your core type, your like core personality, kind of the basic traits of who you, who you are as a person. Um, and you have um, a center, and then you also have a wing and a stress growth, or a stress arrow and a growth arrow. Mm. A stress growth. Mm-hmm. I get those on my face sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so that's a lot. So basically, um, the centers are like, I don't know how to explain it other than like it's just kind of your basic traits as a person. So yeah. they have like little nicknames for them all. So they have um, type one, which is like the perfectionist. And then they have type two, the helper, type three, achiever, type four, individualist, type five, investigator, type six, loyalist, type seven, enthusiast, type eight, challenger, type nine, peacemaker. And they all have like different different kind of things. So basically the, the, the core, you have core motivations and core fears. And those are kind of the things that attribute to your traits um and so it's nine there's nine types right and it's into different sets of three and each set of three is in a different um like it's a triad it's called so there's the um there's the gut gang Mm. the (laughs) head gang and the heart gang okay gut gang head gang heart gang you got that yeah okay and then (laughs) each of those has like a base um, negative emotion that they like kind of have to deal with. For the heart gang, it's shame. For the head gang, it's fear. For the gut gang, it's anger. Mm. You tracking? Yeah. Okay. So I'll kind of yeah. I'm gonna kind of go through each type a little bit. In my notes that I wrote down here. We'll start with the heart gang, which is shame. Yeah, they're the most connected to their emotions of other types, and they tend to deal largely with the negative emotion of shame. Mm. So, type two, the helper, their um, core emotion or their core motivation, sorry, is to be loved and wanted, and their core fear is to be unloved and one, unwanted. Basically, like everyone's motivation, if you're like the opposite of each other. Right. Mm. Um, so they deal with shame by trying to get people to love them, mm. and trying to be seen as like good, like a good loving, caring, compassionate person. Mm-hmm. Um, they do things to, yeah, get people to see them as a good person, and they re- repress the negative. They, like, tend to repress negative emotions, like um, the big one is feeling not appreciated. So they, they'll do a lot of things. They'll be really active in, like, serving people, um, like, you know, in, in their community, in their friend group. They'll be, like, the mom of the friend group, kind of, right. um, taking care of everybody. And they have Mm -hmm. this kind of underlying thing of like they don't feel appreciated enough and it's like the struggle because like they don't want to just be like give me your like I'm not being like they're not confrontational Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. you know but they're and again I I apologize to anyone if I'm like misrepresenting your type but I'm not any of these types except five so um (laughs) I'm only one of these types so it's hard to like know how to (laughs) explain everything correctly so I think the main thing with twos is like 
they're always like wanting to meet other people's needs yes and putting them above their own so so much so that they're like out of touch to the fact that they even have needs yeah definitely like imposing that on other people so yeah you may not even like realize that that like that's the motivation but yeah yeah um a fun fact a lot of women get mistyped as twos i don't remember what percent it is but Mm. like every mom (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah okay um so type three <coughs> is the achiever, and their um, their motivation is to be valued and successful. They want to be like role models, basically. Um, I mean, it's a little more complex than that, but that's another. Um, and they fear feeling feeling worthless or like a failure. Mm. So they um, they kind of do a lot of like self improvement things. That's a big focus of theirs is like improving themselves and you know. They're really, like, goal-oriented and driven yeah. to, like, accomplish stuff. Um, and they, um, the way that they deal with their shame is basically through, like, becoming what they view as a successful person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be, like, I think it can be tricky from what I was reading because a lot of times you keep, like, once you get to a certain level, it's like, well, now i got to get to, right. you know. So it's, it can sometimes be a lot. Like, if you, uh, for very unhealthy threes, it can be a long process of, like, now I have to, I finished this, now I have to do this next. Like, I ran a half marathon, now I have to run a marathon. Now I have to do a, uh, like, a triathlon. <laughs> triathlon, yeah. Uh, quadrathlon, yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I apologize. No, yeah, my, you know who you are, yeah. but I read that, so that's why I said that. <laughs> I didn't no, even think my, that. My sister is a three, and she is so ambitious. And it's yeah. really cool, yeah. And I look up to her so much. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, like, trying to... Yeah. That's an unhealthy thing. And, like, healthy, like, a healthy three, obviously, like, that's really cool. They are very successful. They get stuff done. They're very reliable. And um, they're also the, like, of the heart triad, they're the least likely to um, feel it, like they don't really deal with the emotional inadequacy like mm-hmm. it's kind of there but it's not like a huge torment for them basically right. um they're just really motivated and so that's kind of their their thing okay type four is the individualist their um they their core desire is that they want to be like they feel that they're like unique and they're special and they want to kind of find their own special place in the world mm-hmm. um and they fear being ordinary or being forgettable um like leading you know the idea of like a suburb a house in the suburbs and a nine to five is probably like not their ideal um existence um i'm sure that's true for a lot of people but especially for them they deal with their shame by focusing on like their own pursuits which a lot of the times are artistic um Mm -hmm. like painting drawing writing music um the four that i know Shout out to Ava, who does not listen to this podcast, is very, very, very talented in lots of ways, very musically inclined. Yeah. Um, and they also develop rich romantic fantasy lives and dislike dealing with the parts of their lives that seem drab. Mm-hmm. So, like mundane things. They're yeah. not into dealing with that. Um, okay, so that's the heart triad. The next one is the, um, the head gang. So head gang is five, six, and seven. Type five, that's the investigator. That's what I am. 
Um, shout out to me, who does listen to this podcast a lot, because I have to edit it. <laughs> okay, so um, type fives fear, or they, we'll just start with that. Um, they fear being, what else matters really if you're a type five? They fear being useless or um, not contributing anything useful to the world, being a burden on society. Um, they desire to be competent and useful and like capable to take care of themselves self um, mm-hmm. being self-sustaining is a really big thing for fives um, especially like five wing fours like they're very independent um, but we'll get to that more later um, yeah basically so I can speak from like my own personal experience I think like so I'm a five wing six and my six wing is very strong but there's definitely like five things that I very much relate to like Fives have kind of this fear, fear of like messing up in the real in the real world, and so mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is researched. A lot of mm-hmm. stuff, like I know what I do is instead of like dealing with actual problems that I have in life, um, like for example my car getting towed, I just spend a lot of time writing essays about stuff and like <laughs> researching useless information that I'll never need to know. Um, and reading National Geographic magazines about conspiracy <laughs> theories. Expertise. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's like, it's so weird because like you have this fear of like engaging in the real world because you don't want to be a, you know, you don't want to mess up. You don't want, it's not as much of like failing. It's more just like, you don't want to like do the wrong thing. You want to be able to do the right thing and be useful and like mm-hmm. be, not have to depend on people and be like productive and making things that are good for society. And a lot of fives go into, like, research later in their lives or, like, mm. research-related fields because it's, like, something... It's perfect because mm. it's something that yeah. is useful, but you don't really have to, like... It's not like you're a, you know, a doctor. You're not treating people mm. daily. You're not a psychologist. You're not, like, working... Not that fives can't be psychologists yeah. or whatever, but you're not working, like, with people, with the <laughs> real world. You're not really engaging. You're kind of, like... You're studying it. Yeah, you're studying it. It It gets to a point where you're, like, just studying it, but you never, like, go out into it. Like, that's a pretty, like, unhealthy um, version of five. But I know plenty of fives who are healthy, so. Maria, not included. No, No, I would say you're pretty healthy. I'm getting there, I guess. Um, Okay, so type six is the loyalist. Um, Their core motivation is to be safe and secure. Their core fear is obviously the opposite of um, being, not having security in life. Mm-hmm. and um, feeling like they're deprived or trapped. Um, the way that they deal with shame is by distracting themselves with, um, like, the things in life that give them security. Their close friendships, their especially family relationships, um, romantic relationships, and, like, their name says they're very loyal um, mm-hmm. to those relationships, and they invest a lot of time in taking care of their friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um Yep, um, especially jobs. That's a big one. Jobs and romantic relationships are like the two big ones. Sixes tend to dig into to deal with the mm-hmm. fear of um, the fear that they have. So type seven is the enthusiast. Their core desire is to be satisfied and content. They are afraid of feeling wait deprived or trapped. I read the wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> so professional. Six's core fear is to be without motivation or guidance. Seven's fear of feeling deprived or trapped. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> the um. Yeah, so they tend to be more afraid of the internal world, whereas fives and sixes are more afraid of the external world. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't like to deal with the, like, negative, unpleasant 
things emotions the fear anxiety yeah Yeah. um which who does i mean let's be real (laughs) and so they tend to seek out new experiences and like stimulating conversation new ideas Mm -hmm. to like keep their minds active and basically keep makes it so that they're not just like this life is a party yeah full of fear and anxiety they're trying to like seek out new experiences and things Mm -hmm. right last gang is the gut gang um whose core like emotion whatever is anger that's eight nine and one so eight is the challenger their motivations are being independent and be able to protect themselves and their loved ones their core fear is being controlled powerless vulnerable or manipulated they tend to deal with their anger like immediately and like express it physically not that they're i'm not so i want everyone to know i'm not saying <laughs> eights are violent at all it's just that like they're not going to like stuff their anger yeah whereas like nines they externalize yeah it. nines will like be like what yeah. anger huh i'm not angry <laughs> i don't get yeah. angry basically like eights externalize their anger ones internalize it and nines fall asleep to it or, <laughs> yeah. or numb to it. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, they just don't repress their feelings. They kind of act with it right away. Um, and then eight, yeah, nines. Um, their core Ooh. motivation, yeah, that's Rachel. Got a nine in the house. Shout out. Um, <laughs> they're, out. Now tell shout out. Lay my out. Okay. <laughs> you guys got it. Shout out. <laughs> Now tell everyone. No, you're supposed to shout out. Oh my goodness. Shout, shout out. out. Shout out. out. Oh, thanks, Lily. There we go. <laughs> I'll cut that out. Okay. <laughs> um, their core, core motivation is that being at peace, being harmonious. Um, their core fear is like being separated, being at loss with others. I didn't think that was a very good. This was just copied from yeah, someone. Yeah, it's today. like being like disconnected or left yeah. alone. Yeah. Isolated, maybe, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Not being at For harmony sure. with the world. And conflict, yeah. So nines are hippies. No, loss of connection. Yeah, loss of connection. Yeah, they deal with their anger by denying it and are the most out of touch of their like feelings mm-hmm. and Woo-hoo. feel threatened Woo-hoo. by them. <laughs> um, yeah, boy. <laughs> anything else you want to share about? I just was really negative. I feel like I was pretty negative with no, all I these mean, types, but that's the enneagram. Like it, yeah. will Get to the nitty gritty of like yeah. what you fear and your unhealthy tendencies but yeah Yeah. I think well I will say as a five my tendency is to look more at like immediate negatives than positives because that's what you need to Hmm. know more like maybe not as a five I don't know that's very intellectual (laughs) well I mean like okay yeah everything's everyone is special everyone has their own special Special good things about them but I want to know people's bad things about them I want to I don't want to know the good things about me I want to know the bad things about me so I know what to fix it's supposed to be a tool for self Knowledge yeah. and self-growth. Yeah, it, it's, and, um... Yeah, it just the insight that comes with knowing what it is, like, naming what it is that you really fear and you struggle with is, like, I don't know, that's where growth really can start. Yeah. You. So, yeah. I know I felt like... So I got mistyped. I was... That sounds like I got. I have a story. I was mistyped. Well, no, I took a test and it put me as a six wing five, which was very close. And my six wing is really strong, so I can see like why. But I like I remember talking to Anna, my friend, who's really also really into the enneagram, and I told her that, and she was like, "Mm." "I said, well, Mm. what type do you think I am?" And she's like, "I think you're a five wing six, actually." And I was like, "Okay, Mm. sure." And she's like, no, you should look into it. And as I was reading it, everything was like, 
punch to the gut, punch to the gut, <laughs> punch yeah. to the gut. It was, like, so accurate, yeah. and I hadn't felt that way, like, reading sure. any of the other. And someone said, like, the type that, like, when you're reading through the types, if you haven't taken the test before, or you're wondering which type you are, or questioning your, yeah, it's, like, the type that hurts the most. <laughs> that's yeah. the one that's <laughs> you. Like, yeah. Because you feel something, and you're like, oh, that's me. <laughs> yes. Um, um, so... Okay, I didn't do yeah, one. So the, yeah. I don't want to... I feel like the thing, the information I found about ones when I was, like, trying to finish this up today before the <laughs> show was not that good, so I didn't write that much down. Um, type one is called the perfectionist, and they want to be right, like, in their actions, be right, mm-hmm. not, like, in an argument or something, but they want to make sure they're on, like, they're doing the right thing and yeah. being morally good in their... Corfear is making, um, afraid of making the wrong choice or being bad, and like Rachel was saying, mm-hmm. they tend to internalize their anger, and yeah, yeah I think a, they see the world as black and white, and they see a world that needs to be fixed, and mm-hmm. yeah, so the ones tend to be very critical on themselves as well as others, yeah. like even more so on themselves. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah. Definitely. I know some ones, and um, I know yeah. someone and (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so um there's also the growth and stress arrows and so oh your wing so I'll explain Mm -hmm. that that's pretty easy um I'm a five wing six so I'm a five I'm the investigator type my whole thing is I want to be productive and useful in the world um and I have the six wing so you can't be like a seven wing four it has to be like the adjacent one to the type that you are um and so for me that means my six wing and my five wing the combination of it like i i haven't fully like explored like what that means but like i here's an example um so i like information information is important to me um and uh, i'm also like very loyal to people i feel like and Mm so information about my friends is very important to me so i like (laughs) One time when I was in high school, I made this chart of, like, (laughs) all of my friends and, like, all the relationships of, like, how they were connected. I had this, like, big whiteboard in my room, and I put, like, post-it notes on it. No, I'm serious. I was, I had it for, like, two weeks, and then I think I got rid of it. But it was, like, how they were, like, who likes who, and, like, who was, (laughs) like, you know, all this, and who was, like, angry at who, and it was, so... That's, like, an example so from my past honestly. life. Oh, thanks. I'm glad you think that's sweet. <laughs> a little bit obsessive. <laughs> it's a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, that would be fun. But also, like, one thing that I do, I will confess on this podcast, I guess, is I keep a note on my phone and on... Because I'm really bad at giving gifts. Like, gifts are not my love language at all. So... I keep this note on my phone where, like, sometimes I will see something and I'll be like, that would be the perfect gift for, like, Lily or for Rachel. And so I type it in. And um, I just, like, I get crippled. The thing is, like, I get so crippled by that process of gift buying because, first of all, it's like, like, Rachel, you're really good at giving gifts, for example. And, like, I'm like, I have to get Rachel a gift that was as good as the gift that she got me. So what were, like, all the qualities of it? And so it turns into this whole, like, thing. I'm like, what were all the qualities of it? What, how much? filter all Yeah, I have to, like, filter it all. And so, like, I I keep a note on my phone where I'm, like, 
throughout the year, like, for people's birthdays and, like, Christmases and stuff. I'm really bad at remembering people's birthdays also. Um, I just, (laughs) yeah, I just add, like, um, oh, I think this would be a good gift for Lily or Hadassah or, like, Rachel. And it's because I, like, I know that when the time comes and it's around Christmas and I have to start getting gifts for people, I'm going to be so crippled by what did they get me last year? What were the components of it? What did what was the like sentimental like on the rank of like sentimental value? What was it like an inside joke? Was it just like a thing that they thought I oh like? Gosh. It's a whole big like crippling thing. So I would say that's one wow. place where my five and I it's like important to me that I give like either I give a really good gift or I don't give a gift at all <laughs> and I feel horrible yeah. about it mm-hmm. and <laughs> that's like I think that scenario is a good like window mm-hmm. into how my yeah. six wing affects like my. My five For sure. core personality. Yeah. Sorry, I just like touched really your foot. Goes deep. <gasps> yeah. That's sweet. And you're a nine wing one. So what is I'm that? I'm a nine wing one. So I'm a nine. <laughs> so I'm lazy. I'm like <laughs> oh. I'm chill and I'm like laid back. I'm very much like go with the flow. Yeah. If you ask me what I want to do, I'll be like, oh, I don't know. What do you want to do? Um, like in most cases. But then, the. The one wing really shows up and in certain ways, especially, I think, when I'm, like, around people that I'm super comfortable with, so a lot at home. Um, and so I see I'm a really, like, I'm totally a perfectionist, um, whether that's in my art or um, my daily routine that I never complete because I'm <laughs> a nine. Uh, but um, just, like... You know, I see things a certain way, and I have an eye for how things should be, and they seem to never measure up to that, and so I'm always, like, constantly, like, like in this battle between, like, oh, this needs to be better, and I know how to fix this, and then, like, <laughs> Hakuna Matata, you know, just let <laughs> yeah. things happen, yeah. it's fine, and I, yeah, I'm learning to balance that, but it's it's really funny to see how that comes out. It's all about finding that balance. <laughs> for sure. But inner, like, I really value, like, harmony and peace and unity yeah and I mean the older I get and the more things that like really get to me they always have that like core underlying like this is divisive this is hurtful to someone yeah and like I mean those are the things that really like I can't stand um so (laughs) Maria can attest to that (laughs) whenever we talk it's like you know like if there's something that we disagree on like I can't settle into like it's been resolved, and, like, I see right, that we, yeah. I, like, I have some sort of understanding. Yeah. I think the nines, uh, it's, like, hard for us to come to certain decisions or conclusions on things because right. nines are very empathetic and, like, mm-hmm. they just want to understand and, like, validate other people's opinions, and, like, I can see so many different points of view, and so it's hard to, like, balance all of that and, Yeah be a functioning adult um without just like you know just saying go with the flow whatever um yeah but yeah I would say like my one wing gives me a sort of like backbone to some extent Mm -hmm. like some kind of spiritual like I don't know like I think I do see a lot of things black and white um yeah and I have, like, very high standards. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not always for myself, <laughs> but, like, um, you know, just, yeah. So it's a very, like, 
interesting mix. It there, is an but... interesting mix. I feel like that's one of the strangest combos. But they're very present. Like, both yeah. of those traits are Oh, very yeah, for sure. Well, I think knowing that you were a nine-wing one helped me understand a lot of things about you better. Because I'm, sure. I'm like, how can she be so chill about, like, everything? And then when and then I... And talk yeah, about one thing and I And we stuff. talk about one thing yeah. and she, like, can't, like, let it go. Oh, my gosh. But it helped me, like, really understand, especially, like... um understanding the one because I can understand the nine like that's that's pretty easy to get but like the one the combination is weird yeah um I think there's always I think there's always conflict between your like dominant wing and your uh center type Hmm. so like I know for me it's in like my relationships I like have to I I have a hard time like Basically, I have a ton of trust issues because I'm very loyal, but it's fine. Don't feel bad for me. <laughs> I don't need pity. Um, but, like, I'm very loyal, but I can be, like, because I'm a five and I want to be self-sustaining, I can be, like, a real like, I cannot, this sounds, like, so stupid to have as a problem, but I can sometimes be, like, this sounds really arrogant also, I'm realizing. <laughs> maybe I should just say it, okay. and maybe it yeah. won't actually be that outrageous. I feel like I can be, like, so, like, kind to people and, like, let people mm-hmm. tell me, like, what they're going through, and then I don't open up in return to them. Yeah, you're, like, guarded. And, yeah. Yeah. And I, like, have only um, recently started realizing, like, that can be a bad thing. You know, like, yeah. people, like... Yeah. Vulnerability is just, like, one of the founding things in, like, a friendship. Yes, for sure. In a relationship. And I, like, I want, it's, like, I want to have the friendship or even, like, in a, even if I was ever in, like, a romantic Mm -hmm. relationship, I think I would want to have that without, like, the vulnerability. Because it, vulnerability, that was so hard for me to say. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard for me to say. (laughs) I can't even say it. I can't even say it. I can't. Through the tears. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I did not expect to get this emotional, ladies. I'm slowly opening up here. (laughs) I just have. Yeah, you just, you don't want to, like, be relying oh, on someone. Yeah, yeah but I want, taken away from yeah, you. it's, like, I really yeah. have this desire to, like, have strong, deep connections because of, like, my six wing. Yeah. I mean, everyone does, but, like, yeah. I think it's a little, like, more extreme mm-hmm. with the sixes because the whole thing there is you're mm-hmm. looking for support, like, secure a sense of security in those connections. Mm-hmm. And so I can, like, look for that but not give of... Like, I always thought giving, for example, in a relationship was being the ear, being the listener, being the one who is, like, there. I never Mm -hmm. thought of it as, like, actually, like, sharing. Like, I never realized that until just recently. Like, sharing (laughs) yourself. And it's, yeah. Hmm. So, there is conflict, I think, in all the different types, I'm sure. I haven't, like, explored. Like, with you, I think it's, I think with that type, it's a lot more obvious because it's, like, one type is really laid back and the other is more like mm. not laid back and so it's like a, a pretty big yeah. contradiction. Anyway, we've been talking about this for a while. Um, <laughs> Lily's gonna take the Enneagram test. <laughs> All right. Yes. So Lily, have you ever taken the Enneagram test? Before? A couple different times, actually. Oh, really? Here, let's what have you start it. I don't remember. Oh gosh. Um, she got typed as a seven and a three before. Oh wow. Yeah. Hmm. See, and I remember. they have a lot of similar traits, I feel like. Yeah. Sevens and threes. All right. Okay. I don't know if we can, do, like, do this you on can. air. <laughs> How many pages? How long it's is it? It's pretty... Oh, that's um, not that bad. It's not terrible. No. 
Okay. Are we gonna talk through each question though? I feel like you should just like. I don't know. Wham bam, thank you. Like keep us updated on how it's going. Yeah. Okay. So we can. We should. We should have had you do it while we were talking. So basically, probably. Go ahead. It would have been done by. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. (laughs) We're using the Enneagram test on this website called Eclectic Energies, which sounds really sketchy. Not sketchy at all. (laughs) Yeah. Not at all. Just trying to find ourselves, bro. It's okay. It's really our it's energies really are just chill. so eclectic <laughs> right now. No. Uh, so what yeah. does it mean by ordinary versus different? How do you think you are a very ordinary person versus different? commonplace? Yeah. Like I don't know. Commonplace, bro. I feel like your views yeah. are shared by a lot of people. Or do you feel? Or lifestyle. even like your your interests, your your things that. So you, basically, this test she's taking, Lily is taking, is like there's a statement I believe on yeah. each thing and it's like Self, you answer each or not competitive competitive yeah. yeah and then there's a gradient there's like a scale of like one to five yeah and you can put the dot to wherever you are on that scale so like how much you disagree mm-hmm. or agree yeah with each statement so i don't know how it works science whatever yeah science <laughs> psychology science. yeah <laughs> psychology <laughs> probably witchcraft <laughs> yeah it is witchcraft actually what was, huh, it's, it's some, like, Arabi, like, it was a math thing, I believe, originally, the Arabian mm. Enneagram, like, shape, and then... I'm not gonna pretend to be able to comment on this. Yeah. It is <laughs> witchcraft, probably. Well, no. it's just, like, I remember reading it, and it was so, it, everything is, like, so it accurate. It is, like, an ancient uh, practice, though. Yeah. I know it has its roots back in, like... I don't know. Yeah, witchcraft. How how long ago? Back when everyone was a witch. Before Jesus. <laughs> yeah, was before around. Jesus. No, came. I don't know. <laughs> but do you think what type do you think Jesus was? I've heard he was the perfect blend of all the types. Good answer. I think he was. I a forget one. where I read that. <laughs> you think he was? No, a I'm one. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, he definitely oh, wasn't a five. God. I'll tell you that right now. He would never have left his carpentry job. Well, maybe <laughs> he was. No. <laughs> or he would have become, oh like, a priest gosh. and just, like, read scrolls all the time, probably. Gosh. You're like, I'm, I don't know. I so- going out yeah. and talking to people sounds am- good, but what if I just researched this more and then... <laughs> yeah. I forget where I've heard all the things that I've heard about the Enneagram, but some of the resources <laughs> that I've had, like, come across are, like, the Sleeping at Last podcast. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. that's not, like, a super... Um, this Sleeping at Last is this music artist who has done... Um, a song for each of the Enneagram types, mm-hmm. which Maria has okay. her own thoughts on, but, no. <laughs> um, he kind of, like, really, he has a podcast where he delves into, like, each different type and how they tick and different characteristics, mm. and then also, um, I'm reading this book called The Road Back to You, mm. um, I'm trying to think what else, um, Mostly, like, my siblings have researched it more than I have, and they'll tell me things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We'll probably Shout get a lot of hate mail on this to ta- um, podcast. <laughs> we'll be so like, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it also will just show up in my room, like. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, if you want to fight, there's come a on lot the of resources. There's a lot of good resources on, like, YouTube, even, mm-hmm. I would say. And Instagram. It's become, like, a total... Yeah, it's very popular. Enneagram and coffee. It's kind of like the Myers-Briggs was a few years ago. Enneagram memes. Yeah. (laughs) There's some good memes out there. Yeah. Um, You do have to be careful sometimes. I remember... I don't remember what website it was, so I'm not going to try to bash them, but... There was some website where I was reading about fives, and it must have been written by a two, 
because <laughs> they were saying like fives want to feel useful and productive because deep down they feel that's the only way they'll be loved they'll ever be loved and I was like mm-hmm. that's not true like I it was just funny they're bringing it all back to like, yeah love yeah and motivation so just like when that's you're reading be like mindful but it, it actually so one thing I think was really cool for me about the Enneagram was Okay, we're gonna about to get into some like sexism stuff here, so content warning, I guess. Um, okay, so as a Christian woman, I read a lot of things that say like the woman's basic desire is to be loved and desired. Yeah. Like that's motivating everything you do. And I was like, okay, I guess that's true. Like for most of my life. And then I read, or for whenever I heard it, I probably didn't hear it till I was like fifteen or something. So most of my life, whatever like seven years of my life and then I read about my Enneagram type and I was like oh this thing that I feel actually mm-hmm. like I I guess you know what makes something true whatever but it's validated here like mm-hmm. me feeling like I don't necessarily want to be loved I don't necessarily think the best thing in life is to be loved by a man I don't think that's the best thing Mm -hmm. in life. I think the best thing in life is to do something good for God. Like, that's my definition, kind of, of the best Mm -hmm. thing in life. And I was, that was, like, validated when I read, like, the Five Wing Six page. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's not, that's not true. My only driving desire is not that I want to be loved and desired by a man. It's that I feel like, you know, I want to do good things in the world. Yeah. So that was really cool for me, like, Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, at its best, like... The Enneagram, I was listening to the Sleeping At Last podcast, and so that's where I got this, but he said, like, at its best, the Enneagram is a good tool for, like, empathy. Yeah. You oh, read it, and you yeah. get so much insight, like, whether it's on yourself or on the people that you know, and you kind of, you just, like, kind of get a feel for, like, the fact that there's so many different, people are carrying so many different perceptions and, like, priorities into each, you know, interaction, and yeah. it just really helps to explain people's motives a little bit yeah, more, for and sure. just have empathy for whatever it is that is making them behave a certain way, so, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember I read a page on some website that was, like, um, fives in relationships with nines. Um, <laughs> I've read about, I've read about this yeah. too. And I You're read it, and I was like, this is describing, like, our relationship perfectly. It's like, they get along really well, and, like, they have, the like, nine... low expectations yeah. for each other. Yeah. 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 And it's like, the nine puts up <laughs> with the, chill. the nine puts up with the five's yeah. uh, weird interests, and the five puts up with the nine's, like, laziness, and, but the conflict comes <laughs> because, so like, all these different things, like, fives can be too critical, and I was like, dude, this is exactly oh, yeah. what, like, our relationship, yeah. and it was good, it was, like, really helpful for me to, like, mm-hmm. see, like, okay, I'm, like, Rachel, you know, I, like, I knew that you weren't being irrational all those times when, like, you would be, like, so chill all day, and then I'd bring up something that I was just, like, critic, <laughs> like, a random criticism of somebody, yeah. and you would be upset by it, which, like, yeah, and the, like, rightly so, I think, like, that helped me understand those times a lot more, <laughs> and, yeah, just, like, um, helped me appreciate that, um, yeah. Heck, I don't even know why I would go off about certain things before the Enneagram. <laughs> yeah. Like, I couldn't put it to yeah, words. Yeah, exactly. I think exactly. it just, like, gave me a whole new, like, level of self-awareness. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> like, the vocabulary for, yeah. you know, what I do, like, value and yeah, prioritize. It's hard fear. to put that yeah. into words. Like, I feel like it I is. have, 
I don't know. I feel like I have been a pretty self-aware person, like, for most of my teenage adultish life. But I think that the Enneagram has really helped me, like you said, be able to define those mm-hmm. things. And help me also in situations like now when I'm... <laughs> there was this one page that had a list of all the ways type fives will avoid opening up in conversation. <laughs> and I was like, I have done every single one of these, like, within the past mm-hmm. month. And... Yeah. <laughs> um so I was like, okay, I need That's to, like, be more mindful of this. And, like, it, it did help me, mm-hmm. like, when I was talking to one of my coworkers, like, not just be like, like, she asked me a question instead of just being like, ah, ha, ha, yeah. Um, anyway, so you, like, and changing yeah. the subject, I actually, like, mm-hmm. answered it. And, right. yeah, it, so it's helped me, like, be more self-aware and realize, like, the things that I do. Um, For sure. Fives also, I... It's like it's a bummer. I feel like fives are pretty toxic as a type. <laughs> like uh, I don't know. It's like I don't know. Like it's just funny because it's like the one thing that I want to do, which is like be, and I I think there's a like a good spiritual aspect to it too. Like I want to be my idea of glorifying God. I think our purpose on earth is to glorify mm-hmm. God, and my idea of that. Mm-hmm. is like doing things that will help him and so like that's why I've chosen the jobs mm-hmm. that I have yeah. um like that's why I really want to be a teacher because I think that that can have such a big impact on someone's life that's one of the sure. and it's also something yeah. I'm capable of doing too yeah um but I'm like I'm kind of also crippling myself because from doing I mean like my job I don't know it hasn't really impacted my job that much but from like just mm-hmm. making a di- like make a difference with my actual friends, mm-hmm. like reaching really? out to like my or like people in my life that I'm close to and like I don't know like I feel like it's impacted that in certain ways. Oh, Lily's mm-hmm. done. Oh, really? I'm most likely a uh, type six. Nice. I knew it. Really? Yeah, I predicted that last time. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Let's read about it. Love it. Didn't it give you your wing? Congrats. Did it? Did you take the... With balanced wings. Balanced wings. Oh. Wow. What does that mean? It means that, like, yeah, equal four and five are equally, like... Oh, I'm equally... I could see that. Not four. (laughs) Thank you, Rachel. (laughs) Four and five. Wow, Lily, you're so special. You have a wing that's not even adjacent to your type. Hey. Uh, (laughs) All right. I'm so special. Lily, what's your type? I am. What's a, your what's your sign, baby? What's my type? Okay. <laughs> am I your type? Oh. <laughs> All right. You made everyone be. uncomfortable, so I think we're good. <laughs> okay, so I'm a type six, the loyalist, and I'm balanced. So I'm just balanced wings. Balance so four wings. and five. She's going I down. can fly. <laughs> <laughs> I interpreted that as you have no wings. <laughs> Your interpretation <laughs> is better. I have no wings. That's a better metaphor. Yeah. That's amazing. You can take flight, yes. You can't fly. You can't fly. You can't fly. What does that mean for us when we have one wing? Oh, you broke your tail spin. Yeah. <laughs> really, that's okay. accurate. <laughs> it's an upward tailspin. <laughs> I just keep going up. <laughs> We're doing a really funny hand motion, but you can't see it because this isn't a visual. Because you're medium. listeners, yeah. not viewers. Rip. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Lily. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Lily always says viewers. 
It's so yeah, cute. I, I, I love it. You always says too. like, oh, our yes. podcast. I think it's good, though. I like, I like viewers. it. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. All right, go it's ahead. Nice. <laughs> I like viewers. Anyway. They, they view the number. <laughs> They're called... Uh, my type is conflicted between trust and distrust, so basically we we want to trust people, but we're very suspicious of people because would we, you say that's accurate? Um, you know, yes and no. Yes and I think no. that conflicted? I am Check. so annoyed with like not trusting people sure. that I trust mm-hmm. people that I shouldn't trust. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. um, yeah. No. Well, you're. Tr- I, I mean, that's a reaction to like fear yeah there's like two reactions you can be like it says there you can be phobic or you can be like anti-phobic I don't know right you can be like very like no I'm not gonna be afraid I'm gonna do this right. and that's like set part of being like a seven I think is they're more like they seek out they're more like daring and they hmm. seek out stuff um yeah. but yeah, yeah so hmm. no I get that so it's a, a complicated relationship with trust yeah 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 if I had a psychiatrist that would be interesting I have trust issues and yeah. yeah, me too. Wow, we should no be friends. Way. We should hang out I outside of doing so. this podcast. Yeah, because yeah. we really don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never. I like never see you except no. for when we do this podcast. Crazy. You're not my source of coffee and caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> now we'd like to introduce our next guest, the <laughs> boy from the alley. <laughs> no. Let's see. They're Ooh, yelling that is for Maria. Yeah. Wait, really? Why? Yes. That sounded like a boy. <laughs> I am at a loss. So my type is generally looking for someone to believe in, which I think this is interesting. Like yeah. an idea mm-hmm. to believe in and like just just something to pin our hopes on. Yeah. Which, yeah, like... <laughs> Going through sorry, college really. and stuff. I'm sorry. Yes, Just I'm listening. Just get up close to the mic. <laughs> we'll Going through college and stuff. shouting, but you also only hear my voice now. <laughs> okay. Yes. I don't think they can hear. I don't think it's picking up the background yeah. stuff. Maybe. Well, it'll be very interesting. It would be Just cool if it did. I'm in the ghetto. Oh, go on. Ra-ta-ta-ta. Oh, go out and shout through the window. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so being in college. Yeah, being in college, mm-hmm. I see this. Like, I'm always like, oh, you know, the, here's a new, like, discussion or here's yeah. a new idea, and I mm-hmm. like this. And oh, I'm yeah, gonna, for sure. I'm going to see if I can apply it to my life or see how it applies to my life. And I'm like, okay, this this can make sense of everything if it's <laughs> true. Yeah, that's And I'm yeah, like, I, I have found the solution. <laughs> I think it's great. It's fun. Um, Lily... Um, we work on papers together a lot, and I feel like I can definitely see that in, you get, like, it's really cool, and I appreciate it as, like, being someone who, you know, I'm a five. Mm-hmm. I, as a five, I really appreciate it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, like, I also value information, so it's cool to see, like, someone else who's, like, as ex- gets as excited about stuff as I do. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I can definitely see that in you. I remember when you did that project about, um, clothes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, the... Yeah. or the um, environmental impact of clothing and clothing mm-hmm. production yeah yeah so would you say like 
basically whether it's a person or uh, an idea. Well, I like... tend to hate people, so. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I tend okay. to not trust As issues. a five, that really, no. <laughs> no, that really I just tend to me. me. <laughs> As a five, I also <laughs> hate people. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hallelujah. Would you say you're, like, looking for something to, like, be loyal to constantly or, like, to like invest in or like see I would agree with that but so many of the things that I get attached to I also find a lot of fault with hmm okay so like I don't really sixes are like really critical like I wouldn't be a good Mm -hmm. cult member (laughs) at all I sure would (laughs) like if I was in a cult I'd be the person that would like completely break apart yeah see what would happen is that um i would be in the cold you're not a flat earther (laughs) wait whoa what (laughs) i'd be like guys look there's this thing called globes and they're actually they're they're pretty that's a lie that is a lie if the earth was round the cars would just go off the edge (laughs) (laughs) um all kinds of ground being covered here flat ground that's for sure um well no okay so if we were if, if there was a cult situation i'd be the one in the cult rachel would know that i was in the cult but not but feel bad about like trying to convince me out and then um lily would be the one that would be able to get me out oh my gosh yeah. no i would just be like, like hey let's like, run away yeah but then i would something. argue with you because that's always what happens no i was gonna say i would be in the cult trying to keep it all together <laughs> but I'm gonna like really think through and like make sure I can trust it yeah I have problems with authority it says here which is pretty pretty true (laughs) did you uh, get in trouble a lot as a child uh you know I would do stuff but when I did stuff I would get away with it you know I would make sure I got away with it wow did you ever eat butter why would I do that because it's good I used to do that and I did not get away with it what I did I'm not gonna trust you when you say anything is good this is shotgunning, you know, two shots of Arby's, Arby's sauce. Oh, that, I didn't shotgun those, I just... Yes, you did, you were like... No, you, shotgun it, I, you stab it, and then... Rachel! Okay, whatever, I'm sorry. You don't I trust meant, me because I, I drank Arby's sauce? Yes, I don't trust you because you drank Arby's sauce. I don't trust your opinion on things. Well, I have very low standards, Rachel. I think that's, um... I think we've established that. <laughs> yeah, so, problems with authority. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I can talk myself into or out of anything, which is a problem. Wild. Yeah. Mm. Imagine that. I probably... Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I might... I don't know. I mean, not... Like, I can't talk myself into giving my soul devotion to, in, to something, because, like, that would be completely insane. Right. My type. Right. But... It seems like a very conflicted mm. type. Yeah. It's weird. We that enjoy... could be why... That could be why, because, like, you've taken the test before, and then, like, we looked at a bunch of different types, and you're like, none of these really... Well, I mean, Mm. I feel like I didn't... Yeah. Very conflicting, like Yes, yeah. A lot of different stuff. And it all depends on situation, too, because, yeah. 
Hmm. Oh, yeah, I didn't talk about stress arrow and growth arrows. Hmm. Um, so the thing with, like, different situations is in different situations <clears throat> you can act like... I didn't write it down. You can act... <laughs> you're, you kind of tend towards one of the other types. Yeah. Um, so what... Do you know yeah. what yours are? Um, yeah, so my... My arrows, like, my growth arrow is towards the three. So if I'm, like, a healthy, in a healthy place, I will take on achiever tendencies and I'll be really, like, ambitious and goal-driven and, like, actually stay on task and get things done. And then um, the, like, opposite of that is when I'm unhealthy, I take on six (laughs) tendencies, actually. (laughs) Welcome Um, to the party. (laughs) And, like, you know, stress tendencies is like it's not to like say that oh this type is bad because obviously each type is someone some other type's stress tendency. yeah and but each it, type it just, is some other type's growth tendency. yeah so it just means that you take on oh, like the negative tendencies of that like questioning and like yeah. lots of self-doubt and like anxiety is like something that i've struggled with before big time and so like yeah i'll just be like in this downward spiral of like i'll be in my head and like yeah kind of paralyzed by all the like different like self-doubt and other things that I feel so insecurity yeah insecurity when I get there I usually shake things up and do something completely different (laughs) yeah so like moving out that's like a big part like yeah I was just like in this place where I was like okay I can't do anything else here I can't be a better person here so I need Mm -hmm. to get out Mm -hmm. I feel that yeah um so your growth and stress arrows your growth arrow is towards nine so when you're mm-hmm. like in moving in a better direction you'll be more like focused on like harmoniousness and yeah. connectedness and peace mm-hmm. like harmony with uh, yeah. other people in your relationships relax, yeah. yeah yeah um and then your stress arrow is towards 3 so mm-hmm. when you're stressed you'd be more like um focused on like the your image and like how people are perceiving you mm-hmm. i think would be the negative yeah. side of that. And you're, like, the threes feel, like, really down on themselves when they don't accomplish mm-hmm. much or they're not living up to this, like, standard that they've set for themselves. That yeah. Fits. So making, like, a new goal and, like, being like, oh, if I just do this, then that yeah. things will be... Yeah, that can, that makes sense, yeah. Uh-huh. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, because when I do zen out, it's, like, really... <laughs> 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 Ooh, Lily. Huh? How do you, uh... How do you zen out? Um, okay. She's smoking. She's smoking marijuana. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no marijuana in this good Christian house. Just go to chillax, dude. <laughs> the, the devil's lettuce. The marijuana. Marijuana. <laughs> I'm not smoking, Mom. <laughs> Put that out quick. <laughs> um, good can thing they can't smell through this <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> this is a new Reaper. artistic achievement. All right, called smell audio. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is um, my growth arrow is eight, and my stress arrow mm. is seven. So, mm. when I am stressed, I will be very be more like impulsive and like be like, oh, I need to find a new, mm. I need to find a new thing. I need to like, I tend to throw myself into some new interest or experience to like distract myself mm. from everything yeah i don't really know what a growth arrow i just actually found out recently what my growth and stress arrows were so i don't really know what growth arrow towards eight <laughs> means but i think maybe just taking more control like 
Instead yeah. of kind of just sitting back and letting things happen, I guess it would yeah. be more like taking control of um, yeah. things in my taking life, charge, not just letting... Doing act, like, actually acting Yes, your, instead yeah, of just like sitting back yeah. and like, oh, what a, yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. so much sense, yeah. actually, because for ages, like... Um, I don't know this for sure, but we basically my whole family is typed. My dad is a five, and like my first like go to thought for him would have been like oh an eight because like he like you know yeah I would always that was my perception of him and yeah. I guess like he's a very healthy like self actualized five so like you don't even see he likes to investigate a lot but you don't always really see like think of him as like a five like your stereotypical intellectual brooding <laughs> but um, I don't yeah. think I'm that I don't know like I mean, you, you just have all this in-depth knowledge of so many different things uh, I don't know eh, debatable but I, like. I appreciate that <laughs> but uh, yeah that just wow that makes a lot of sense yeah <laughs> yeah hmm. so I think that is also no, I, I think um, I think that's We're also a factor yeah in your thing mm-hmm. but Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What does it say about does it say about your relationships or friendships stuff um, like that? There or not? No, but I can look it up. Well, that has been certainly enlightening. I hmm. I thought you probably would be a six, but I think it was I was, was having it a hard six time. Six wing seven. Or I seven? said six wing five, but I I that does make sense that it'd be balanced because I do think you do like to, you are much more, like willing to do something take a chance on things or mm-hmm. get out there and like actually do something than mm-hmm. i think a six wing five would be right than any something five <laughs> any type of five would be <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so that that makes sense like mm. that makes perfect sense to me yeah. on this podcast <laughs> we should yeah start you're probably our right next segment. well <laughs> yeah we might need to start a new episode well okay let's finish sure. this one out are we gonna if we're gonna split it then um okay Okay, mm-hmm. we'll have to... All right. Addictions. We need to find some kind of wrap-up. We'll cut this whole part out where we're talking about. <laughs> well, okay, we have to have some kind of wrap-up. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was sure enlightening, Lily. Wow, it really was, You Maria. feel self-actualized now? I know six, you so six, much six. Baby. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, I think we should be okay. done. All right. The devil's lettuce and the devil's work. All right. Uh, peace out, guys. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> I guess you wonder where I've been. I search to find the love within. I came back to let you know. Just me too and Doritos. Well, <laughs> all right. Now we will, for our last segment <laughs> and finishing segment, we will have... Eating That's all, guys. Thank you for oh, listening. Yes. See you next week. Mmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR.